Hello, I am Carrie Dawson, and you are listening to The Hallway, the place that brings us all together. I am really excited today to be joined by Jeff Gravy. He's a middle school physical education teacher here at Norwalk and wears several coaching hats. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, I kind of hate to say it, but summer is almost gone. Uh, what did your summer look like? Um, hobbies, activities? Uh, what do you enjoy doing either alone or with your family? Well, it's definitely going by way too fast. So I have a wife and three boys, so most of my summer was spent with them. Um, my eight-year-old played a lot of baseball. Ten-year-old did a lot of basketball. My oldest started throwing the shot and disc, so there's time at the track, too. Uh, we spent a week in Colorado in June. That was a lot of fun. We spent uh, the 4th of July in uh, Clear Lake because my brother lives there and has a boat. Nice. And uh, two weeks ago, we visited my uncle in Minnesota as Lake House. And then we just got back from Boji. Uh, that in the weight room at Dowling in the last couple uh, weeks, done some strength and conditioning for the middle school kids with charity. But then it's it's coming up to an end. So. Busy, busy. Lake time. I love it. Lake yep, time. Lake time was good. Always good. Uh, you are a seasoned veteran at Norwalk like me. Um, what path did you follow to get here? And what are your current duties? I know you have a list. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my path to Des Moines started back in August of 2000. I had probably interviewed to close to 100 places and was always second place, you know. <laughs> then uh, St. Anthony's in Des Moines hired me about a week before school started. So, you know, the, the farm boy moves to the big city. Uh, talked there for seven years and then a position at Norwalk came open. So I interviewed here with Denny Wolf and Ken Foster and Charity and tricked them all into hiring me. <laughs> and what we're like 13 or 14 years later, you know, I'm PE teacher here at the middle school. Uh, I was actually hired to teach PE and health, which I did for about two weeks. And then due to some circumstances, I was assigned to just full-time PE. Uh, I'm also the uh, head middle school wrestling coach, and I coach the middle school throwers for boys and girls in track. And I also coach football, middle school football here for about 10 years. I didn't, I did not realize that you taught health. I forgot. That you yeah, for about two weeks. That. Yeah. That, that's, that was my high. I didn't <laughs> taught with air quotations. It was, it was short lived, but just fine with me. The main reason I wanted to talk to you today is so you could shed some light on building student relationships. Your name always comes up. I'm always impressed and actually a little envious of your talent in this area because I really have to work at it. You are so good at building rapport and trust with kids. What suggestions do you have uh, for those of us who are really working to improve that? Well, thank you for your kind words. I, I hope I can live up to them, um, but I, I can just give you a little insight yeah. on what I do. Uh, first off, and this took me a long time and I still struggle with it at times is not taking things. I'm talking like disrespectful things personally from your students. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. One thing I would suggest if you, if you like podcasts, listen to Brian Mendler, got a okay. lot of stuff from him and I actually went and saw him. And if you ever get a chance to see him, I, I say, go do that. But his thing is, uh, time inside the schedule class time doesn't count and I guess what he means by that is you can start to build that relationship, yes, but when you really start to gain trust and build that bond, it's got to be outside the classroom. So um, we're talking hallways, the lunchroom, bus rides, watching them compete or perform. And for me, a lot of it's just being with the, uh, with the kids that I get to coach. Yeah. That's really where we solidify that bond. Um, in my experience, being vulnerable with the kids too, 
uh, some of the toughest kids I've ever had to work with. We didn't break down that wall till we yelled at each other. <laughs> and I know that sounds bad, but I'm being totally honest. I can think of one student in particular where she was not behaving very well. And I pulled her in the hallway for a private combo and we had quite the heated verbal exchange. I didn't feel I got anywhere with her. I see her in the next day and she greets me with a big smile and hello. And I'm like, what am I missing here? And was she perfect after that? No, but I could usually redirect her without incident. And I had another kid uh, very similar. And this was a few years ago. We butted heads when he was in sixth grade, seventh grade year starts, same thing. Sometimes it was even worse. And I actually had to kick him off the football team. And uh, we're having wrestling signups during TA. So TA, that marks my age, right? Yeah. Here. yeah. Warrior time now, right? Oh, TA, um, warrior time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So he walks in the gym and I couldn't believe it. So I snagged him a little later in that week in the hallway. And I said, you know, just so we're on the same page, you know, I'm the wrestling coach, right? <laughs> and the expectation will be very similar to football. And he says, yeah, I know. And I was like, okay, either this kid's a glutton for punishment or it was kind of a, an aha moment as he doesn't care what type of attention, negative or positive, that yeah. he's getting from me. And I I found that to be really sad that a kid is so desperate for attention that he'll purposely do the wrong thing just to have you yell at him. Now, was he perfect the rest of the way through middle school and high school? No, not, not even close. But he stayed out for wrestling and, you know, he graduated. I mean, I guess small victories. Yeah. Um Lastly, just talking to kids and finding what interests them. I really like to tease and use sarcasm, but those are things I don't really use until I build up some type of rapport. Yeah, um, you know who you can do that with. Exactly. Yeah. Um, humble brag, I, I got pretty good at reading people's body language, playing Texas Hold'em back when I was younger. <laughs> um, a person's eyes will tell you a lot, which really came in handy when they're wearing masks this past year. Um, but if you can tell a student struggling, I say talk to them privately for a minute, you know, just pull them aside. And another big mentor thing is private, not public. Mm -hmm. um, two important things that you want to keep in mind is you don't always have to solve the problem for them, you know, just uh, seek to understand. Right. Wink, wink. Yeah, right. Um, Have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, something else that's come across me is be prepared if they drop something on you that Maybe you weren't ready or didn't want to necessarily hear. Um, what I mean is they may give you something that as a mandatory reporter, you have to take on to the next, you know, another level of help. Luckily, we got right. awesome counselors here that yep. have helped that will help anyone here with Rachel and Sarah. They can step in and uh, put us in, in the right direction. Yeah, those are all really good. Um, I, I think that one where you have to be prepared to get something back because that's hard for me because I tend to stay, I tend to keep that distance. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm really going to build relationships, I have to be willing to, yep. to listen to that, but also give a little bit. Yep. Um, and so that's hard for me, but I know I've emailed you on several kids. Just, mm -hmm. I'm getting nowhere with this kid. Mm -hmm. What do you got? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what can you help me with? <laughs> um, and I do, I mean, I do think coaches and your musical people and show choir yep. have a little bit. Absolutely. A different avenue it yep. doesn't mean that they're the only ones that can build relationships but they have an inroad that that's nice and when you talk about seeing the kids or even just sometimes i'm not able to go to stuff but i know that they had a concert or yep. i know they had a meet 
Right. And one of those big pieces is I love getting your emails <laughs> after wrestling meets because yeah. you you give us things to chat with kids about those victories that they've had. Yeah, and that's um, I used to only do that sparingly, and then this year I just kind of did it more often, I guess, because I wasn't sure how many opportunities we were going to have, right. and so you know our season was cut in half. Um, I guess. I just tried to highlight the kids that would struggle that way. If a teacher mentioned it to them that, you know, that positive interaction between them, which for some of my kids is pretty rare, you know, just given their circumstances. But like I said, with COVID, I tried to get a lot of those out and, and you're not the only staff member I hear from about them, how they enjoy them. So I, uh, try to just try to get that out there for another chance for them to build relationships too. Yeah, I know. We really appreciate it. Uh, you mentioned habits a little bit. Uh, I think there's more of a push to nurture that social emotional learning of kids. Um, I think this year, even mm -hmm. more so after going through those pandemic months. But um, how do you see Norwalk or maybe other school districts just facilitating that social and emotional learning? I think the seven habits is definitely a, a good, good start, good way to, uh, to break those walls down. And the, the thing is, is at the end of the day, the student's going to choose, you know, who, who they trust. Yeah. And it's just a really hard thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not just, I'm just not sure it can be taught. I think you have to go through the fire and learn what works for you. So I'm no expert by any means, but some of my experience was uh, at St. Anthony's where I started, our specials team started a mentoring program, which I was excited about. Mm -hmm. So every special teacher had a mentor mentee student that was kind of selected by the counselor for at, at risk. So first student I mentored kicked out of school. So it was the second, so it was the third. Wow. And I was taking it real personal, um, you know, cause teachers are coming to me with the problems and I'm, I can't solve them. And I'm just like, so finally I went to my principal and I was like the next year and we assigned another student who had been, you know, looked down the similar path. And I said, are you sure you want him with me? Because I've kind of been the kiss of death here. <laughs> and my principal said, you know, he said, each of those boys said the only bright spot at their time at school was in your class or with them. So mm -hmm. your responsibility is not to build the relationship with the other teachers. You can only control what happens in your classroom. So I think what that kind of taught me was I've got to find what works for me and not let the opinions, feelings, relationship of your coworkers, your friends too, right. their relationship with a student influence your relationship with that student. That's a great so, advice. Yeah. Um, another great read. If you're looking for something is nice bike. Hmm. Um, it's a, uh, it just has a lot of like little ways this guy made connections through his career. So I'll have to check that out. Um, Thank you, Jeff. Uh, yep. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down today, um, uh, giving me some new insights uh, as we start the new year. Just, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm coming into a new building. Yeah. So yep. um, I do think you get the benefit. Sometimes it's it's a struggle, I know, of seeing the kids six, seven, eight. You know, right. you may not have them every year in your class, yep. but they're in your building. We're in the same gym. Um, so, and I think sure. sometimes as eighth grade teachers, we'll make a comment and a teacher will say, oh, but you don't know how much they've grown since sixth mm -hmm. grade. You know, we don't know right. kind of all that journey. For sure. And then we get, we don't get to see them. Once they go to high school, we just don't get to see yeah. them unless you run into them. 
Fairway. I love going to Fairway and seeing some of those <laughs> yeah, kids right? because no, for sure. they're like, they're happy to see me. And I was like, yep. wow, you are never happy to yep, see me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you uh, just never know. So yeah. Well, uh, we only have a couple weeks left and then we'll be back at it. Full back time. at it. Thank <laughs> you so much. You bet. Thanks for having me, Carrie. Jeff mentioned Brian Mendler and the book Nice Bike. I have added links for both of them in the episode description. Please join me next time on The Hallway, the place where we solve all the world's problems. Find me on Twitter at The Hallway 6. Email me at thelonghallway at yahoo.com or literally find me in the hallway. See you soon. Thank you.